JK Games, a gaming podcast where we bring you the gaming news we care about. And maybe some that we don't. And whether you play on easy mode or you like a good challenge, this is a show where you can hopefully level up your gaming knowledge. Hey! The sun is out. The sun's It's a great out. day. Just kidding. It's <laughs> awful. It's actually rainy. It is kind of gloomy, but that's okay. We're here. We're ready. The only we're ready reason to go. Like the sun's out because we're recording early today. Yeah. We usually record a little bit later. So I was like, wow, this is odd, but it's nice. Yeah. It's the, there's a lot of natural light in the room yeah. right now. Derek, are you still jet lagged from your trip? No, I think I'm no? okay. I think I've, I've caught up and I am back in my normal like groove. Yeah. It takes me a minute to get back into a groove after going somewhere. Um, Tell the listeners what you did. Oh, I was able to go to, I was on business again in D.C., Washington, to be exact. I thought it was so interesting what you told me about how it's your first time going by yourself somewhere like that, somewhere new. Yeah, so, I mean, I've been to a few places, but normally um, when I'm on business, that's when I get to go to new places, Mm -hmm. Um, and usually I'm there and I don't have much time Mm -hmm. or like my other people that are on business with me um are immediately like let's go do this but Mm -hmm. I was there like super early on the first day um and I took some time to walk around on my own Mm -hmm. around DC because I love playing Division 2 yeah and it's so cool because like I went to these, uh, I went to the Lincoln Memorial. Mm-hmm. That was my first stop. I saw all your selfies in front of the monuments. Yeah. It's great. Um, and then literally yesterday, me and Audrey hopped on to Division 2. And we went to the Lincoln Memorial. And I was like, oh my God, this is exactly. It's accurate? It is exactly the same. Um, and also Otto's in the room. So if we like, hey, hey, Otto, come over here. That's the dog. Otto, come get in your bed. There you there go. You there you go. There you um, go. But yeah, it was insane. I'm like, oh my God, this looks identical to where I was just at a few days ago. And that's um, so cool. Yeah, we also went to the Space and Rocket Center and I played that level last night in Division because like every place in DC is in Division Mm Two. Um and it was so crazy because I remember we went to this platform, we got to go in this space lab Mm -hmm. and like there's like um shuttles and like rockets to the right. I went up the balcony in Division Two exactly the same Whoa. exactly the same so they did a really good job of uh capturing dc yeah you got to see both sides of it yeah so like sure. the whole time i'm like ooh, division two ooh, division two <laughs> i'm gonna walk this way yeah i'm in division two but it's like you know washington dc but you're in dc yeah, <laughs> yeah. all so, right well let's go ahead and jump right into our easy mode easy mode what you been playing jerica uh i've been playing a little bit of spyro um you know the just some news okay, let me let me backtrack by the way i've been using playstation remote play yes while i was away i took my ipad and my playstation controller and um i was able to use remote play and play through a good chunk of uh spyro mm-hmm. and got more trophies um well not more trophies because i only had two left i went through and like 100 percent of the levels i yeah. still need to do um, and it worked out really well until the last thing, the last level. And I just, the lag was just enough to where I couldn't do what I needed to. Mm-hmm. And it was just making me mad. So when I got home on Sunday, I immediately booted up the PS4, got on there, did it, got the platinum baby. Yeah, yeah! Yeah, I got the platinum! 
third one of the year, right? Third, uh, second. Second? Second. Oh, okay. But still. So yeah, two that's platinums awesome. already. So, so we're only in <clears throat> March. Second. I'm, d- I'm doing good. I wonder how many I'll get to this year. Mm-hmm. You're averaging about like one-ish a month. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you never know. Doing pretty good. Do you have uh, your eyes set on... The I think I'm one. just gonna go through and play every one of the Spyro games because now I started Spyro. Oh, that's 2. right. I forgot that was one of the Spyro. Yeah, games. and it looks like the trophy list for Spyro Two: Ripto's Rage um, tends to be a little easier. Okay. So okay. not as much collecting, unless I'm tricked into that again, where I'm like the last trophy. Trophy doesn't make doesn't isn't clear about what you need to get it done, and it ends up being you need 100% every level. Mm. Hopefully, that doesn't happen again. Right. <clears throat> I have three trophies left that I need to get on Apex. I thought you were about to sneeze. No, I was actually <laughs> going to, but I, I held it in. I have three trophies left to get on Apex okay. Legends. So uh, tell me, do you know what you need to do? Yes. Um, so the one that I'm currently working on is getting 5,000 damage with eight different characters. Okay. But it's really, 5,000 really isn't that much if mm-hmm. you play like pretty consistently. Um, it's just, I'm not as good with other characters. Cause like each, each character has different abilities and like different, um, like, like sets that they come with. Um, so you have to get a certain amount of damage with eight different characters and then you have to win a game with eight different characters, Aww. which that might be a little bit harder. Yeah. Um, I have, I believe four, yeah, I was wondering how can you find that out? Like, um, there's it- each character has their own stat list. Like you okay, can cool. see your stats that you've had while playing that character. Um, so for the damage portion, I only have to get two more nice characters to, up to that level, um, and then I have to win um, a game with one recon character, which is the most recent um, update that's came out. There's two two new characters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm not far. Um, I'm still working on Fallen Order as well, but <laughs> I've been really intrigued with Platinuming Apex. So I've yeah. been like, b- specifically doing certain things on that game too. Aww, yeah, um, this makes me excited. And my goal still is, I haven't picked it back up uh, recently, but my goal is still to finish The Last of Us before the new one comes out. You got time. Yeah. You can do it. But I have to do that because I really want to be able to play that and have the knowledge of the first yeah. one too. So. Oh, that'd be so cool to like mm-hmm. dive right into part two. Yeah. Like have it line up to where oh. it's like really close. Oh. I might try to do that. You yeah. should. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. What else have you been playing? I know you said division two a little bit. Yeah. I've been playing division two with Audrey. Um, prepare- I need to look up when the next big like expansion drops when you go back to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just sort of, we're just playing around with it and sort of getting back into that Aww. world. That's going to be the game we just play together yeah. until we get distracted by something else. It's something new because there's plenty coming. Oh, yeah. Um, awesome. Well, do you want to go ahead and move into normal mode? Let's move into normal mode. The news portion of our episode. We and have a good bit of news We today. do. We do. It's been a hefty week again. Yeah. We've had some, um, a few things that I'll cover first that are slightly non-gaming related. Um, Bob Iger stepping down as CEO of Disney. Whoa. Yeah. And I'm, as you guys may have known, if you've listened to us for a little bit, I'm a huge Disney fan. Um, and Bob Iger was, he still technically is, he has not officially like stepped down yet, Mm -hmm. but they announced his replacement. Um, I'll get his name in just a minute. His name is also Bob. Yeah. I was like, I think Uh, I read like it's another Bob. Um, so Bob Iger stepping down as CEO of Disney after nearly 15 years. 
But yeah, essentially, like that was a pretty big shock. What is actually interesting is that he announced that he was going to be retiring about two years ago. Hmm. Um, so now he assumes the role of executive chairman, a position he was will hold until the end of his contract, which is uh, December 31st of 2021. Um, so he's still going to be with the company for a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting. I can't find the guy's exact name. Let me do, 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 do. Oh, he became the CEO on October 1st, 2005. That's a long time ago. I feel like the, the his replacement, isn't he, I think I read that he's in charge of parks. He is. Okay. Um, he is over, the, and there's some hot takes as well. Um, yeah. Because the, a lot of people don't like this new guy and they That's say I, that he, mm-hmm. He's very money hungry um, and does not care as much about like the magic of Disney and cares a lot more about like the money making revenue of Disney, which like does itself like that kind of just happens on its own. Like, I don't think you really have to drive that much with that. Um, But a lot of people, uh, Bob Chapek. Nice. um, So essentially, it actually does look that he assumed the role of CEO on February 25th. So wow. That was really fast. But yeah, so... So this um, definitely was probably well planned out to happen so quickly. Whoa. Okay. So while I was looking up the, um, uh, his name, it says meet Bob Chapek, Disney's new CEO and the Tim Cook to Iger Steve Jobs. Well, there so, you go. Interesting well, comparison. Yeah. Cause, but you know, like Apple and Disney are very closely, like yeah. they're very similar companies. So that might be also why they're making that reference, but um, so yeah, very interesting, very sudden yeah. uh, announcement, even though technically we already knew that this was happening, <laughs> but I kind of forgot. So, um, one other thing, uh, there's been a lot of people leaving big companies lately. Yeah. What else? Apparently, um, I, I'm probably going to butcher his name. So it's okay. Dan DiDio. That's pretty good. Was fired from DC Comics. Whoa. Yeah. So it's different than stepping S- down. Correct. So, um, there has been... Um, I've seen fired and I've also seen asked to leave, um, which are some similar things. So I don't really mm-hmm. know. Like, I think that there, this sounds a lot more harsh when you say he's fired. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get his exact position in just a minute. Um, this is also from, this is from, uh, cosmic book news. Um, Marvel, wait, this is the, actually the article where I'm going to come into next, where, um, this kind of rolls into the next thing that I was going to speak about is Marvel rumored to take over DC comics. Whoa. Which that's wild is big for yeah. sure. Um, but there actually wasn't a whole lot of information on why Dan Didio was, uh, removed slash fired. Yeah. Um, but this has led people to believe that there's about to be a merger happen, um, along with some other comic book related things, like there's, um, I only read very specific runs. Like I, do, I am very interested in comics, but I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not in the whole, like yeah. whole world. Well, there's too many. There's so many. Um, but I like to keep up with the news and kind of see what's going on. Um, so this is on cosmic book news, um, dot com by Matt McGloin. Lord <laughs> have mercy. Um, a big rumor has hit the net that in the wake of AT&T firing Dan DiDio, um, that Marvel and Kevin Feige might, may take over DC Comics. Um, it's hmm. claimed that AT&T was not happy at all with Dan DiDio's latest attempt at rebooting DC Comics. With the upcoming 5G event, a.k.a. the fifth generation reboot of DC, uh, speaking of that, DC 
comics always does like big reboots where they basically like revamp their whole lineup like they i change. did not know that yeah they That's do super that. interesting marvel does this as well it's a very common like comic book brand thing to do but not as often yeah. as they do it um and apparently that must be kind of what encouraged them to get rid of dan because they weren't happy with the newest reboot and a lot of people it was pretty unsuccessful so yeah um it said that Dan Dio butted heads with Batman writer Scott Snyder over the reboot, um, and so that encouraged them to ask him to leave. Um, and there's plenty. Of, if you guys want more information on why there's like rumors of them merging, I would encourage you to look it up if it interests you. There's tons of YouTube videos. Um, one one um, person that I really like watching their videos is Variant Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Eris Kinionis. I forget his exact last name. Um, Hunter's going to listen to this and be like, oh my God, I can't believe you didn't say his name right. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Um, but he's, um, he's a really good, um, comic book news guy and he, yeah. he does a lot of news on that. So variant okay. comics is their name. If you want to look it up, they're pretty big. He did a whole video on like why there's rumors that they're merging, um, very like specific comic book things and like announcements that have been made, but that's all I have. That's, um, un video game related. Well, if that happened, imagine like think about like all the like even like wb mm-hmm. like games like mm-hmm. how does that affect that like, exactly like do and like the marvel world as well like do they yeah. get do they get like liquidated into the same universe like what does I, that look like that's a great question i doubt it's ever going to happen i don't believe this yeah. is true um i think that it's just rumored and there's certain things that are making them i think there's some kind of event that's going to be happening where they're going to do some kind of same world situation but i doubt that the companies are going to merge especially with like the two like huge fan bases that are like opposing yeah it's like saying playstation and xbox are becoming one box yeah (laughs) one box (laughs) one box to rule them all that's funny uh um yeah that's interesting news though definitely uh hot takes so what we got from uh your end jerica well i wanted to mention this because i sort of predicted this would happen um with the news of um playstation pulling from uh pax east right they were supposed Which to we show, about they were supposed to be week. there with last of us part two um demos and people were going to play it uh but last minute they decided not to due to the coronavirus and just having um their employees travel but um there's another big event that happens in march it's called gdc um game developers conference which i talked a little bit about it last week where playstation also pulled from that mm-hmm. event um, but now more and more companies decided to um, remove themselves, which has deemed uh, GDC is now postponed. Uh, so um, this article comes to us from the Washington Post by Trish, Trish Tunney. Um, following withdrawals from high profile exhibitors such as Microsoft, Epic Games, Sony and Kojima Productions. Kojima was supposed to be there by the way. Yes. Yeah. I remember seeing something about that. Yeah. Um, organize and other organizers for the game developers conference announced uh, Friday that the event would be postponed. Hmm. So after close consultation with partners in the game development industry and community around the world, we have made the decision to postpone the game developers conference this March. Um, having spent the year preparing for the show with our board speakers, exhibitors, and event partners were genuinely upset and disappointed not to be able to host you at this time. So that's huge. Um, and that begins to make me wonder what happens at E3. Like right. that's right around the, I mean, it's not like super close, but it's close enough. Like where these 
you know, companies are planning their, what their booths are going to be like, what, what are they going to have there? Um, and a lot of things that happen at GDC set the tone for when Xbox gets in, like officially on like, well, it's been unveiled, but like when they get to the stage, you talk about it. Release date. Same thing like... for PlayStation five. Mm-hmm. Like, so developers go here to see the tech and like talk to, um, industry leads about things and, with that being postponed, I just don't know how that affects the rest of the year. Yeah. Like, it's huge. That's a good point. And, and do they postpone E3? Yeah. You know? Like, like I, think, I think it could shift everything. Yeah. So, um, it's a unique year um, with the coronavirus yeah. being a thing, unfortunately. Um, so, we're just uh, going to have to stay tuned for what happens next. Uh, I was excited for GDC because I was like, man. Because I was thinking around GDC when... PlayStation, Sony would finally say, "Here's a PS5." Right. I thought, I was you thought maybe that would be it. Yeah, because yeah. like I mean, like they had to do something before GDC. Yeah, because so they're like, not going to be at E3. Yeah, either way. So I was hoping they were going to do something then, um, and they still could around mm. that time because some um, I don't remember exactly who. Um, it was some company that's still going to do like a live stream of something. Yeah, that they were preparing. I mean, is it um, still possible that there could be a state of play? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So bringing that up, like they could stream something just mm-hmm. to show us what it looks like, show us the controller and maybe price points. Yeah. That would be Who great. Knows? Because remember, I don't remember. I think it was the week before last we touched on. They said that the timeline's not changing. Yeah. So the timeline of announcements. Yeah. Maybe they not. Maybe they won't announce price point, but at least show us the box. Soon. Yeah. I feel like I that. just want to see what it looks like. I know. There's, I just want to see. Here's <laughs> another rumor that I have found um, online. There's I, it's just a rumor, um, but potentially there could be two SKUs hmm. PlayStation wise. I think I remember you saying something about that. Yeah. You're all snappy over there. You're yeah, excited. snappy. So like maybe possibly a, a th- like a smaller profile one and like mm-hmm. a pro yeah, one. For sure. So that's that- just rumors right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. That's just more money we got to spend. I know. I know. <laughs> but maybe the pro level one is the one we're just anticipating though. Like maybe. that's the one that's going to be $5.99. God. It's so four ninety nine. And then maybe the the less like hyped or uh, hyped up ones maybe less expensive. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, it would have yeah. to be. Um, um, yeah, yeah. So you got. Um, do you want to give us a little bit more of your news, and then I can um, roll into um, some Apex news? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll do this one like really quickly, just so you know. Um, Riot Games. Uh, I think it's Valorant. Would you say it that way? I guess. I think so. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, it's official. It's a new game from Riot Games. And it looks a lot like super powered Counter Strike. Valorant. Um, Valorant. 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 That sounds Valorant. Ooh, it looks really <laughs> cool. It does. Um, so this is pretty um hot off the press as well. This article is from Games Radar by Connor Shadirin. Um, Sheridan. Sheridan, thank you. <laughs> that was really awesome. Shadirin. Shadirin. I was making it super fancy. That's funny. Um, you may have already heard about Valorant as Project A, a title that Riot Games has been teasing work on for a few years. Recent leaks gave us a better look at the game's approach to online shooting formula, and it looks like the, the early info was legit. Valorant is a fast-paced tactical shooter that will be immediately familiar to Counter-Strike fans with Ooh. the addition of special abilities that feel more like Overwatch. Well, I'm intrigued. So yeah, the, you can check out the first trailer, um, official gameplay trailer. Um, now, if you go to like YouTube and search um, Valorant, you'll see it there. But yeah, pretty cool. Mm. Um, that's exciting. It's been a while. I feel like it's been a while since... <laughs> 
since uh, riots um, pushed something new. And I know they had a, a lot in the pipeline now, which is pretty neat. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have a, it said just a summer 2020. Yeah, I think say. so. Yep. Summer I'm intrigued when they yeah. say like shooter style of Counter-Strike and then like characters of Overwatch. Yeah. yeah. Both of those are games that I and enjoy. Riot's, um, you know, League of Legends. They are known for having really cool, diverse characters um, that release, like, I feel like I'm wrong. I don't know. Like, at least once a month, maybe they have a new character mm-hmm. that rolls out. So. Oh, my gosh, Otto. <laughs> if you hear scratching, it's Otto, my dog, trying to get into the room. Sad boy. He's a sad boy. Um, yeah. Do you want to jump into the Apex news? Yeah, yeah. Um, so... There's a new event um, that is happening. Well, this will come out on Wednesday, which is the 4th, right? Mm -hmm. So this will be the day before um, this episode is airing, March 3rd. um, System override collection event. Um, So it... This is not a whole lot of news. Basically, it's just like mainly geared towards like specific skins. Like there's an event. They're going to start doing events like Overwatch does um, and other other games do this as well, where they just release new skins and new loot. Um, And the character skins are really cool. But yeah, basically, it's just a little fun event they're doing. They have a really cool trailer if you want to check it out. Again, it's called System Override. I would check it out because it looks really cool and they do really good trailers that are neat. So but that's all for that. Nice. Well, we're going to wrap up the news with two big things. Um, And I just wanted to mention this quickly. Death Stranding news. So, like, last week, Kojima and his, like, marketing dudes were Mm -hmm. teasing a lot. And a lot of people, they were like, sorry to be silent. Um, We're working on something to bring you something new, dot, dot, dot. Um, I'm totally misquoting. But the fact that they said silent, everybody's like, silent, heal. They're they're working on I a love new how silent took, hill. Yeah, I'm like Jesus. Y'all are reading into that a yeah. lot. Yeah, so there's a lot of. I mean, it still could they could still be teasing within a tease. Yeah, I totally see them doing it. Um, and then Kojima posted a picture with him like with a calendar March third. So Ooh. technically, it's March third there in Japan. Um, had a friend clarify that. Didn't look it up myself. I'm like, oh, that's the news. Um, but Death Stranding is coming to PC June second. Um, and nice. there's going to be, um, a photo mode that's added. Ooh. I think I'm sure the photo mode will be also added to, um, PlayStation as well, but I was really wanting photo mode and there's like, you can make, uh, Sam Porter's character, like stick his tongue out. Like Aww. the things he does in the mirror, like, yeah. like out and about when you take that pictures. Would, that would be cool. And also that it does appear there's a, um, I forget what they're called. Like the, the thing that's like. Did you have you ever played um, Half Life or know anything about that world? I haven't actually. Well, it's funny because it's launching with a Half Life crossover, um, which is pretty odd. I remember there was a picture of uh, Kojima at Valve mm-hmm. like sometime last year, and we're like, "What is he doing with Valve?" Um, but they're you know Valve's known for Half Life, mm-hmm. um, and it looks like he actually has like this like oh here we go head crab. So I'll send you a picture of yeah. it that you can wear a head crab. That's from Half-Life. Interesting clap. It is. <laughs> I Once again, I'm not surprised. It's, it's, yeah, it's they're odd, also sponsored it, by Monsters, There's like basically. nothing like that. All I would say is like, that's weird, but not surprising. Not surprising for Death Stranding. Oh, but. yeah. But I am excited for it to come to PC because like, um, autos, auto, um, because there is like some frame rate things that you can tweak a little bit and right. it's much smoother on PC yeah. that the consoles just look. don't do. And I want to check it out. Yeah. Um, 
Last bit of news that I will touch on is that Xbox will support four generations of gaming. But before I dive into what that means, um, Xbox did like um, officially gave out some like specs on the new Xbox Series X. Guess how many teraflops? (laughs) Too many teraflops. Too many. 12 teraflops of power. Don't even know if it's related to power. What is a teraflop? I'm going to I'm going to look it up because that's a great question. I also <laughs> love the word teraflop. Terra teraflop. I'm looking it up. We're okay. going to teraflop all over the place. S- specifically, a teraflop refers to the capability of a processor to calculate 1 trillion floating point operations per second. Wow. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> it's one of our uh our uh, PC building friends. Yeah. Uh, let us know. Let us know. Anywho, it, there that's a lot of teraflops. How many teraflops does the PlayStation 4 have? We'll look it up. Let's reference that. Let's let's dive into this business of teraflops. While you're doing that, I'm going to read the rest of the specs. Um, variable rate shading, hard drive or hardware accelerated direct X ray tracing. Uh, quick resume. I don't know for what that means. Ray tracing has something to do with lighting. It's pretty cool. I said I know what that means. Oh, I thought you said I don't know what that <laughs> no, means. No, I do because they that's what they've been kind of using Everyone the whole time. Everyone said yeah. That's the new buzzword of this generation. Right. Um, quick resume for multiple games and smart delivery, which is what I'm about to get into. Uh, for reference, the PlayStation 4 Pro has uh, 4.2 teraflops. Whoa, that's a lot of teraflops then. That's a lot of flopping teras. <laughs> I just imagined this lady named Tara flopping, flopping around. On the ground, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, huge upgrade, and I'm sure the the PlayStation will be close to that. Um, very cool. Um, but what does that mean? Like smart delivery? That's what the the specification that everyone's like um, diving into. Mm-hmm. So um, this article comes to us from The Verge um, by Andrew Webster once again. Uh, Microsoft confirms Xbox Series X will support four generations of gaming. And there's a new feature called Smart Delivery. Today, Microsoft finally unveiled mini specs for the upcoming Xbox Series X. But the company also details something um, also as important. How the console will handle backwards compatibility. According to Microsoft, the Xbox X um, Series X will support four generations of Xbox games. So our commitment to compatibility means existing Xbox One games, including backward compatible Xbox 360 and original Xbox games, um, look and play better than ever before, Xbox head Bill Spencer said. Um, But yeah, isn't that insane? It is insane. Like that's the first time ever like a console could truly do that. Um, Your favorite games, including titles and Xbox Game Pass, benefit from steadier frame rates faster load times and improve resolution and visual fidelity and the biggest thing to pull from that statement is that um you get all of those updates with no developer work required your xbox one gaming accessories also come forward with you which is really cool and that's i can pull out all my dusty 360 games yeah come on we can play let's go i have a whole like stack of them over there that i've been wanting to play um, but yeah, gamers should never be forced, um, to purchase the same game twice. So Cyberpunk 2077 developer CD Projekt Red has revealed that its massive open world RPG will be one such cross-generation release. Wow. So you won't have to buy it twice. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, 
And the new feature called Smart Delivery, which essentially turns Xbox games into universal apps if developers and publishers choose to utilize it. Here's how Microsoft describes it. This technology empowers you to buy a game once and know that wherever you are playing it, on Xbox One, Series X, you're getting the right version of that game on whatever Xbox you are nice. playing on. We're making that commitment to use smart delivery on all of our exclusive Xbox Game Studios titles, including Halo Infinite. So pretty cool. Um, this technology is available for all developers and publishers, and they can choose to use it for titles that release on Xbox One first and then come to Xbox Series X later. That's at a g- really good selling point. If it's, people are trying to decide, which I know the PS5 hasn't really released that much in regards to that. No, yeah. That's a really good selling point if that does that, because that's a great point. Like, like there's a lot of games coming out on a PlayStation that we're going to be purchasing this before, year is huge yeah. before PS5 comes out. And yeah. so does that mean that we will have to purchase it again if we want to play it on PS5? Here's, yeah, because like last time you did. Like yeah. I paid for Last of Us Part 2 twice. Yeah, part um, one. So with Xbox, it looks like you're not going to have to do that. So that's huge. And I'm really eager to see how PlayStation reacts to that. That's a good point. Feature. Like, do they counter They're that? They're going to yeah. have to match. They're going to have to match that. If not, then... The price might have needs to be better. Yeah, I have no idea, but they're gonna. Xbox is uh, pulling some moves. They're some pulling power some moves. big moves. But um, I had one last thing before we move on, and then we'll awesome. move on. This is really quick. Um, this came out today. Um, oh, wait, no, this did not come out today. Just kidding. This came out in January. Um, this is from Screen Rant. Um, and I will say this is more rumor than factual because I'm not Someone super is familiar. Factual. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, Jedi Fallen Order 2 in development according to Respawn job listings. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is based off of them seeing openings that are pertaining to like this specific game. Yeah. Um, so job listings for Jedi Fallen Order and Apex Legends developer Respawn Entertainment confirm the existence of another upcoming Star Wars game. This article is by Christopher Tutin. uh stars jedi fallen order might be getting a sequel according to information gathered from developer respawns latest job postings released earlier this year um and almost unanimously considered to be one of the best star war games in the recent years agree with that um oh oh god he heard audrey maybe home um that's the dog howling basically the <laughs> They've just gotten this information based off of the job listings, which appeared that they're working on a new game, which will be so cool. Yeah. Um, I couldn't see why they would not do this yeah. because it's done so well. Come on. I can't wait to see what they add so, to it. It was already so good. Aww. But that's that's the end of our normal mode. We're going to move into Woo! our expert mode. Let's get expert up in here. Up in here. And speaking of the topic of our expert mode segment this week. Um, hot off the press, Final Fantasy VII Remake demo is out. Yee! You can go to your PlayStation, go to the PSN store, and download that baby right now. For free? For free! It's free. So, so what did you think as you have played this? Gosh, um, I got, like, I'm so hyped for this game because... I've played a few Final Fantasy games, but Final Fantasy VII, when it originally came out, and we looked this up earlier, in 1997 for the PlayStation. It came out um, January 31st, 1997. Wow. So I was a whole, like, six months old. (laughs) That is insane to think about. And the game's getting remade and coming out in, like, a month. Um, So, like, there's a lot of, like, 
I never got to play that because I was a little too young mm-hmm. to dive into that and really know what I was doing or, mm-hmm. in, you know, enjoy the story. So I've never played it. And Final Fantasy X was my first Final Fantasy game. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun. The characters are cool and quirky. It was my first, like, Japanese, like, RPG game. Um, and that's sort of, like, what turned me on to Final Fantasy games. And I always wanted to go back and play Final Fantasy VII because the story is supposed to be incredible. It's, mm-hmm. like, one of the best games ever. Um, so with the remake, I'm super excited that I finally get to dive into that world and experience it. And then the updated graphics to be able to play it without being like, Ugh. yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's definitely next gen. Um, the gameplay. So like, I know you're not too familiar with no, them, right? That's what we're going to talk about <laughs> too, is I've never played any of them Okay, and I'm not really familiar with the whole, I know they're Japanese style RPG. Yeah. Um, I've seen some occasional gameplay, especially with this new one coming out. Yeah. Um, but no, this, we looked up the first final fantasy game came out in 1987. Yes. Um, <laughs> and there's been how many, do you know uh, how many? 15. 15. Can, can, yeah. I've played none of them. So, that's what our main topic is going to be. So our about main today. topic is about playing games that we would never have touched before. Yeah. Unless like, we're just like, Hey, I'm going to play this type of game. Being intentional about playing games that we normally would not play. Exactly. Um, just because you never know what you're going to like. Yeah. And this is for everybody. Like we try to be from like beginning to expert. Like, I don't know a whole lot about this area of game and mm-hmm. it intrigues me, which is why I'm wanting to get out of my comfort zone and play it. So Kayla, um, you should play a Japanese RPG. Yes. And your first should be Final Fantasy VII Remake. I have played one before. Oh, hey. Um, Persona 5. Oh, shut I up. I played Persona 5 and I didn't really like it oh, that much. What? Um, what, what? What did you not like about it? I did not play it for long enough. Okay. I know I didn't the uh it seemed a little slow for me and okay. i was getting more into it as it got a little bit further but it just was one of those it got on my backlog of doom mm-hmm. and i didn't pick it back up i don't know it might be because i didn't know because i started on five and okay. i hadn't played any of the other ones so i didn't have a whole lot of investment in it mm-hmm. i loved the characters were adorable i loved like the whole like aesthetics of it um, I think that the actual gameplay is what held me up a little bit. It seemed a little too, like, I'm a so, very fast-paced. Okay, like, so Persona 5 is turn-based. Yeah. So that's a little different. Yeah. It's something, when I first picked up, because that was my first Persona game I ever played. Yeah, it was Persona 5. And mine. and it Maybe it is t- the turn-based that's kind of turning me off At first bit. it turned me off, because I also, in the same boat, like, I like, like come action. On. I want to be the one, like, you know, throwing the sword or hitting the you know the enemy um so that i had to get around that but i ended up falling in love with the characters and mm-hmm. the gameplay and like i love japan so like mm-hmm. the game takes place in japan so i got over that hump and ended up being one of my favorite games <sighs> that year i'm gonna have to revisit that one too audrey's maybe, one of audrey's favorite games yeah that's what that big cat up there is yes from. i know yeah yeah, Morgana. yeah, yeah i know you. yeah i know i got i played enough to start to get to know the characters <laughs> yeah no no that was me trying to sing persona 5 music but the i also great. um so final fantasy games are not turn-based yes they are, they are. And, so, and ask me what is final fantasy 7 remake turn-based ask me that is final fantasy 7 remake turn-based it is not it, oh, it was okay. originally um but they have modernized it to be more action oriented okay so first thing that you do is you take the main character cloud and start roaming around and you slash your sword to kill and hurt enemies but it still has some of that um 
the mechanics of a Japanese RPG um, because you have to you can swap in between characters and then you can use your abilities you have to make sure you cure yourself have you ever played kingdom hearts i can't remember yes so yes. it's similar to kingdom hearts yes it's very similar in that aspect mm -hmm. but way more um involved mm -hmm. for sure um you know a little bit more of what's happening kingdom hearts i'm just pushing buttons sometimes like you have to be strategic in this game yeah so i it felt well really i good. enjoy that too more than so, like not really knowing i what's think going you'll on. like it okay okay i think you'll like well it. that's my commitment to you guys and again oh sorry oh. um we don't know we're not committing to like completing this game within Correct. the next like month or so which i can't with mine because it yes. doesn't come out until mm -hmm. april <laughs> um so but i am going to play it um i'm going to make myself try something different mm -hmm. that i didn't think i would normally like and yeah. so jerica tell us about what you have chosen for yourself i have chosen a game that i've downloaded twice my playstation and both times removed <laughs> and i've started it but not enough to appreciate it. Similar to like, probably when you play Persona. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. I did delete it and redownload it. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> yes. Whoa, that's wild. Mm -hmm. We're, this should be called something. This has a medical terminology, what we just, uh, what we're encountering with these games. Relapse. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just like want to, so like there's a lot of podcasts talking about games like in like from the generation and like people talking about what games they play the most of. And there's a game that comes up over and over and over. It's Bloodborne. Mm -hmm. And I like a challenge, but I don't like a challenge where I'm just like hitting my head against the wall, like, and just like by the scrape of my, what's the term I'm looking for? By the hair, by a hair. The hair on your chinny chin chin? Yes. Like <laughs> nailing a move or trying to kill this boss so bloodborne is known for being extremely difficult ah. extremely difficult um i mean uh we've we've maybe talked about uh sekiro it's yes a, we did dark souls the souls like game yes um where you have to like if you die you have to go back to this point to get your like you lose equipment mm -hmm. if you die like, right there's a lot of consequence with dying mm -hmm. and i'm just like man that doesn't sound like a good time that's too real in a way <laughs> so i've so you've always avoided playing them because of that yeah and i've yeah. just like watched it and i'm like i'm not huge in like extremely gothic style games like oh, dark it, yeah. edgy like i like scary games that like i don't know it's hard to explain it just, i know what you mean it's not appealing yeah. to me and nothing about this game's appealing but it gets so many like recommendations and awards and like people are like you gotta play this game so um it was free on like a playstation free game one mm -hmm. month so i downloaded it um and it's uh it's i'm gonna download it again i'm gonna give yeah. it a try i'm gonna play it for at least three hours when did it come out do you remember it came out shortly after the playstation 4 came out oh, okay, okay so it's been a while like everyone mm -hmm. wants a sequel to this game so bad so, so there's bad. only one mm -hmm. there's only okay. one um it, i think every year one of our friends like wishes for bloodborne bloodborne 2 to be announced yeah it came out in march of 2015 so yeah it uh, came out right around when PlayStation 4 came out. Um, so it's been a while. And might as well, before it's too late, jump jump yeah. in. and Definitely not going to platinum that game. <laughs> nope, I don't even want to see the trophy list for that well, game. With this being said, you guys let us know if you want to commit to this challenge, too. We <laughs> challenge you? you. Yeah, we do challenge you. You listening. Yeah. What games would you not normally play that you want to give a shot? Yeah, think about the games that you picked up, put immediately down, and like never looked at again. Yeah. Revisit that game, because you never see. know. 
because I'm going to try that with Persona 5 as well. Yeah. I believe I still have it downloaded. Um, but when this episode comes out, we'll make a post and we will ask you guys and personally challenge you and you let us know what yeah. you pick. Yeah, I'd be eager to see like what game did you pick up and just put down and never touched again. But mm-hmm. people are like, you got to play it. Yeah, like it's it's similar to our Backlog of Doom episode. If you haven't listened to that, go check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's similar to that, but in a way that like everyone's like, no, you They're, have to like, play everyone it. Everyone loves it, but you just can't. You didn't feel it. You can't get into it, which mm-hmm. is odd sometimes. Yeah. It happens, but I want to give it a fair chance. I mean, yeah, Final Fantasy is a huge <laughs> fandom yeah. that like... I just but I generations also, this I never I never picked it up and put it down though I just never okay. was intrigued by it yeah so I guess that's similar it's like, similar for sure it intrigues so many people but not me yeah isn't that interesting so, yeah, yeah I mean it's just the way there's specific type of gamers and there's some people that like stray one way or the other yeah um and another thing is you get into like a kind of gaming rut where yeah you just like you play same the same similar games which is fine if you know what you like then you know it's what like, you like hey, what do you want for dinner and i'm like like i don't know nothing sounds good pizza chipotle <laughs> pizza chipotle which i, I eat, had the past i could two eat days. mexican food for every day of my life i we should go get mexican soon oh together God, yeah we should. have you been to this new place over here i don't think like, so i hear it's pretty good we really? should go okay um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. We will uh, see you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Ah. Ah. Oh, God. <laughs>guys thanks for listening to jk games please follow us on twitter and instagram at jk games podcast also subscribe to us on twitch at jk games cast to watch us stream if you have any questions comments or corrections email us at jk games podcast at gmail.com don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening from until next time this is kayla